It doesn't have um, ears. And anyway, I don't yeah, know. I to me, Rocky's, Rocky's the ultimate himbo. I love, himbo, I love him the first so. movie, but this yeah. movie yeah, took true. it to another. Hello, everybody. ASD Fat Man here, back with the sultry intro. Today we have another guest that has um he's making a comeback this year. Very glad to have him. The BC. Introduce yourself, fam. I'm the BC yes. and I I talk about movies. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> yeah. Way too much. Way too much. Yeah, you could you could you could ask me. We whenever we get the chance, we talk we talk about movies all the time. Go for it. You go first. Uh, my first recommendation is a movie called Source Code from 2011. Yeah, I know this one as well. Go for it. Um, stars Jake Gyllenhaal, one of my favorite actors. Um, mm-hmm. American actors, at least. Uh, he might be Canadian. I think he's American, though. And uh, Michelle Monaghan. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, uh, it has a generic poster, you know, the blue an orange color scheme from the early 2010s. Um, but, and you know what? I clicked on this movie expecting it to be like a five or a six. Um, to be honest, I'm not even sure why I watched it beyond the premise just being kind of cool. Um, but the movie was actually really, really good in my opinion. Uh, it was quite a surprise for me. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, I remember the first time I watched it, I wasn't that impressed. But then, um, but then I watched it like two years ago or so. I remember being incredibly entertained throughout. Incredibly entertained. I was, I was surprised how much fun I was having. Yeah, and this is one of the best um movies to kind of do the Groundhog Day vibe. Um, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't necessarily relive the same day, but he relives like the same ten minutes within the simulation. Um, and each time he has to dive further, um, he's, he basically, he wakes up on this train and he's in this different person's body. Um, Mm. he keeps saying he's this military guy, but the guy whose body he's in is a teacher and nobody believes him. Um, and he's asking questions and, you know, it's super confusing and then the train crashes and he dies, but then he wakes up and. Some people are like you're in. The, we're putting you in the simulation because a few hours ago there was a bomb placed in this train, and we think the same person is planning another attack. Mm-hmm. And so we need you to find that person on this train, or at least find the bomb so we can get like fingerprints or something. But yeah, ten minutes each time, so you have to keep. It's just super. It's really enthralling. It sets up this fun premise. It's super fast paced and intense. Um, but it also starts to tell this character story. And it goes, uh, they talk about some ideas that might not be explored the best in this movie, but at least they're there. Yeah. Um, and I could recognize that they're actually trying to have a, a theme and a story there beyond just the interesting sci-fi premise and everything. And I really, really like this movie. I, I'm, I, this might seem high. Um, I'm honestly, I'm a high rater for most movies. So what mine... What my nines might be might be your sevens or eights. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this a nine. You might think it's like a seven, but me, I think it's um, a four out of five. I think it's very. If I think I think I think it's for 2011, incredibly well made. 
incredibly yeah. well. The, the production design well, is so creative. The production design is so creative. The actor directed by Dunk. Go ahead. Oh yeah, directed by Duncan Jones. He did Moon. Mm. Yeah. Um. He also oh, did oh, Warcraft. Oh, fun. Uh, <laughs> um, and he's the son of uh, he's the son of David Bowie. Dope. Uh, love that. But um, yeah, I remember the acting being extremely good, especially from Gyllenhaal, and um, and I remember Michelle Monaghan not, not having a lot to do, but she fills out her role very, very well. Um, yeah, I remember liking it a lot. Yeah, I'm very glad you love it, though. I'm glad you love it. Seriously, awesome. Yeah. Um, my first recommendation of this episode is gonna be Worth, a movie that came out three years ago on Netflix. I don't know. Do you, have you seen Spotlight? This twenty the twenty fifteen movie. Uh, yes, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, same creative team, but they're talking about yeah. the um the reparation plan after nine eleven happened with all the victims. Um, it, yeah, it's it's a very with Spotlight you would with the team of Spotlight if you like that movie you would you should expect the um same amount of craft here I would say um I don't think it's as good as um Spotlight I think Spotlight's just a, a genuine masterpiece of um editing and investigative journalism on film it's an incredibly enthralling highly recommend that one but the reason I recommend um Worth is because of um because of, of them taking this new subject matter and doing a completely new story, yet using the same tools as they did for Spotlight. While it's not investigative journalism, it's actually just more about um about a, a more central protagonist um taking on the plan, the reparation plan, and how it was made and how it how it um became to be and everything. If you know of the story, um, I imagine the movie wouldn't be any less enthralling because the performances, the cinematography is um the saturated green almost it's a it's not that great um to um look at but then you get used to it at least it's what i did um i highly recommend it if you um if you like spotlight if you like those um based on a true story movies it's very from what i from what i've heard this is incredibly true to the um to the real life story and um it's on netflix it's um a hundred minutes of memory served right it's not very long um yeah it's a very 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 good um very good uh watch it's a deep and you know dark watch obviously but um if you're mm-hmm. down if you're down to uh watch that you know if you're comfortable with watching something that deals with um it doesn't show 9-11 footage but um but um it deals with it in a very personal way with the victims with with the with the families of the victims not the um victims mm-hmm. Um, it's very. I think it's incredibly well made, and I highly recommend it for anyone who likes Spotlight or any um any media involving nine eleven. Is it as good as that uh Charlie Sheen, Louise Guzman movie? <laughs> what what was that called? Wait, what was that? I called? forgot, but I heard it. Was, I think it's just called yeah. It's just called nine eleven. Mm. Wow, uh, that was a joke. That was a joke, by the way. There, there, there was one with um, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember what you're talking about now. I remember the poster. It's um one of the twin towers with the, <laughs> with the. Yes. I'm not laughing at the people falling, but the fact that they put the people falling on the poster with um the shadow of the um building have has um Charlie Sheen's face on it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
That whole movie is something else. That is <laughs> reminds me of um or remember me, the remember me the um the spoilers for remember oh. me the movie that came out like twelve years ago. <laughs> How involved oh, it is isn't it like a, a yeah? It's like a prequel to nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, just, uh, it's it's like a love story, and then at the very end, it's just like he was nine eleven happened. Yeah. Oh gosh. Anyway, we're getting off track. Uh, what's your second recommendation? Three Amigos. Mm-hmm. Drink to that. This movie's hilarious. Uh, I think it's held up pretty well. Um, the only thing I have against comedy. The, the only thing I have against is the brown face that happens in it. It's um, ugh, hate it. But um, other than that, um, I think I think it's excellent. Let's see. I, I'm trying to. There was one guy who looked white. Who no, there were, no, 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 no. A lot of, a lot of the, um, a lot of the, um, actual Hispanic cast was um darkened to match each other to match the darkest person. Really? The cast. And there were white people who were darkened for the movie. It, it, it sucks, but. Really, I did not know that. I mean, I could kind of tell there's a few white people who were in um brown face, but. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um still uh not to you know shy away from that, but I thought this movie was quite funny. Yes, it is. And um, the the combined powers of um Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, and um Martin Short. My awesome. personal favorite was Ned, played by Martin Short. I thought he was the funniest character. Martin Short's just underrated anyway, but yeah, he was freaking hilarious. And it seems like out of all three of them, he seemed the most um into it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like while watching the movie. <laughs> there's a scene in the movie. There's a there's a song in the movie where uh, Martin Short, if you know of him, you know he has a he has a naturally high voice. But um he can hit a low pitch. He can hit a low pitch. And um <laughs> There's a song in the movie where he just surprises everyone with how low he can go, and um, and um, that's that's the point we realize how committed Martin Short is to the role. He's, he's for sure. Um, yeah, this movie's hilarious. There's a lot of great quotes, a lot of great moments. There's kind of a um, I don't know if I call it a tonal shift because the whole movie's kind of silly, um, but it gets kind of surreal at one point. Um, things that are not realistic start happening um and i actually love it i love the shift in um reality i guess that this movie takes halfway through like animals start singing yeah and (laughs) there's some silly stuff that starts happening i think i i think i what i think about the animals is that they are just so exhausted by uh by desert <laughs> but uh that makes them see the animals uh, okay. and singing and such well I that's mean, my take but 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 i do like that that the movie is it does think it's a real tone it does it really does then how do you explain the the singing bush and the invisible swordsman as um really as they still jokes. hallucinating they can be maybe maybe this whole thing's a hallucination you don't know we don't True. know yeah we don't know um can we bet yeah, the cast is great. <laughs> so many good lines. Um, it's 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 hilarious. It's a John Landis movie, so he's a talented director. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a eighties classic. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. I love love that movie as well. 
my second and last recommendation of this um, section will be Manchester by the Sea in 2016. Have you seen this? So I've started it a few times and mm. it's, you know, do you ever have those movies where you cannot seem to finish it? Well, that's sort of my, uh, my whole thing with the, with the, with the Manchester by the Sea is that it sort of started, it wasn't, it didn't start it because it's because what happened quite happened later in life was um, something else. But it started to make me more um sensitive to um suicides in movies. Um that's really the biggest effect it has on me. So um while I recommend it completely wholeheartedly because it's an acting masterclass, directing masterclass, writing masterclass, it deserved all the Oscars it, it um it got and was nominated for. Um I do have those movies where I can't really finish them um really most of them are just those um those um, exploitation movies not black exploitation those um sex exploitation movies like um what's the the, um, the i spent on your grave the 1970s one or really the rest okay. of them. like like those movies i can't finish them i i i can't i it's and it's not like they're there's a whole discussion about those um about those um those revenge fantasy movies that I'm not gonna get into, but um I just I usually just can never finish them. Why why can't yeah. you why do you find that you can't finish um Manchester by the Sea? Just it's vibe or you don't really you don't really meet it or what's up? I don't know. Uh like I said, I've tried to start it probably three or four times because I've always heard it's great and I get about maybe forty five minutes in and I'm either really bored or annoyed by the redhead kid. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know he's supposed to be kind of a dick, but I, it's, it was getting on my nerves. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get you. Um, so. um, there are movies that will, um, like may, they may not be made for it, but there will be movies that test your patience in that, on that front. Um, um, I always like to consider myself. I like, I would like to, consider myself a patient person when it comes to a lot of uh slower movies that have some un- have a lot of unlikable parts like um Manchester by the Sea. It's a it's a great character study, but uh it's so un- mm-hmm. but 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 since you tell me you turned it off like 40 minutes in, I don't blame you one bit. <laughs> you know. I need to finish it. I will finish it. It might just take me a while. Yeah, yeah. But for anyone at home, I'm glad you're recommending it, it though. Yeah, but um, but anyone who hasn't seen it at um listening, um, uh, it's a great personal story about family, um, real, uh, familial connections and how they can drive us closer and drift us apart. Casey Affleck really did deserve that Oscar. Um, he really did. He uh, he did freaking phenomenal. And Michelle Williams continues to be the unsung hero of so many movies <laughs> about relationships. She become she she continues it here. Um, I think as far back as I can remember, her for the first time I remember seeing her being the unsung hero on, on that front was um, what was it? Um, Blue Valentine with uh Ryan Gosling. I say that movie is great too, but um, seriously, completely underrated. Great movie, highly recommend it. Um, big um, big content warning if you're about if you're not about suicides and such, and um, content warning on worth as well. Because um, if you you can't handle anything about nine eleven, don't watch Worth. And if you can't handle anything about um mental illness being being portrayed in film and everything, if it's too close to home for you, if it sounds too close to home for you, don't watch it. 
I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I got you got the fun you got the fun of recommendations. I I did the <laughs> I did the depressing ones. Yeah, next week we'll totally flip it around. I'll do Requiem for a Dream. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, that reminds me. I I um, you said you got you have you have it on four K, right? Um, Requiem for a Dream. You got it. I I do own it and I have watched it. Yes. Yes. Um, I was about to say because um, you gave me the digital the digital code for it. Um, I have the unrated version. I still haven't seen that version yet. I don't know which version I watched. I watched the 4K disc. Um, so whatever version was on that disc, I watched. I remember a very extended uh, uh, sex montage with Jennifer Connelly's character um, with like anal penetration. So I'm sure it's probably Surpri- unrated. Sur- no, surprisingly, that made it into the um the rated cut. Really? Yeah. Two thousand. Okay. Two- I'm surprised the NPAA let it get away with that. Legit, I was I was very surprised. I was like, uh, I saw that scene, so it must have been unrated. But oh no, that that's in the rated cut. I don't. If you think that's the funny part, if you think that all that such is in the is in the rated cut, I wonder what's in the unrated cut. I'm, I'm yeah, worried. I wonder now. I'm yeah, worried. it has me intrigued. I might go back and hunt down that unrated cut. <laughs> it's well, I own it, so. And talking about um different cuts, um, big. I forgot to update you on this. I like the extended cut yeah. better for a uh, big. I like I like the extended cut better. I need to sit down and watch both back to back and actually know what the differences are because I feel like I've seen both versions at some point in my life. Um, mm-hmm. I own the Blu-ray that has the extended cut on it, so Me I'm too. sure that's, at that's some where I point, got it. yeah, yeah, that's where I saw. I'm too. sure at some point. I have seen it. I just don't remember the changes made. Um, I won't tell you the changes, but um, even though there's some filler here and there, there's a lot of additions that I'm just like, wow, this really fleshes out the story quite a lot. Cause um, and it made me realize that um, the theatrical cut has has a very tight edit, like incredibly mm-hmm. tight. Some of the some of the um added scenes, um, they really do br- give some breathing room to the edit. And I th- I thought that was nice for a movie that's very breathy, very slice of life. That's very much like that, you know. But yeah, uh, it's um it's one of my favorite eighties uh, movies for sure in the top yeah. probably in the top hundred. Absolutely, yeah. Anyway, I believe that will be the end of our uh, recommendations talk. BC, yep. tell the people at home what we are talking about today. We are talking about the Rocky franchise and Creed, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we should do that. Awesome. So, um, best to get it started, I guess, with the first Rocky movie released in um, 1976. Oh, hey, apparently, apparently, um, the um, limited release date was on my birth was on November 20th, which is my birthday in 1976, only in New York, but um, it was widely released um December 3rd. That's dope. I like to. I like that. <laughs> anyway, um, any um, personal experiences with them um, with the Rocky franchise before we get started into our thoughts? So when I was a little kid, what I would do, and to Rocky fans, this is sacrilege, uh, but don't blame me too much. I was like seven. We had all of the movies recorded, but what I would do is that I would just always fast forward to the training montage and the final fight scene. I mean, like, if there's any part to skip to, 
<laughs> you can't do you can't you can't do uh worse than you can't do better than that i'll tell you that <laughs> so when i was a kid i was like all the talking is boring i'm just gonna skip to the cool boxing matches um <clears throat> and then i think the first time i fully watched the first rocky was probably like 13 years old um and i really liked it and then i watched it again probably like a year ago and i really liked it so yeah it's a good movie yeah, yeah. Uh, my my personal history was um hearing my dad talk about talk about those movies. He, um, <clears throat> he was in a different country where uh, where they got a lot of movies that um that um you know, I hear our, our American classics and I hear my dad start talking about them and everything. Um, I didn't know they made it to to Venezuela, but um, but but a lot of them are classics in different countries. Which I have the um Rocky the Rocky um six pack. I have the Blu-ray six pack. And um, mm -hmm. I remember I remember messing up on the subtitles because I like subtitles in my movies. Subti subtitles forever. Um, yes, and, um, dude, and I love subtitles. Me too, seriously. But um, but but um, when I was watching Rocky two the other night with my dad, um, I kept I messed up on the subtitles and um, I kept going through the entire list on my remote and there was twenty plus, um, <laughs> for different languages. It was it was nuts. <laughs> Um, and I realized, wow, this this movie really is such a big touchstone, not just for Phil, not just for Philadelphia and America, but um, other countries too. It's pretty crazy, and um, and um, I believe I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw the the whole thing, like the whole thing, no skipping or anything, on TV when I was like ten years old. I remember really, I liked the, I did, I the same thing. I liked the training montage and the final match instead of the um, instead of everything beforehand. But um, then I saw it again when I was twelve or so, maybe maybe thirteen or something like somewhere same time as you, probably. Um, watched the whole thing. Really enjoyed the talking parts. Didn't enjoy the boxing that much because I had talked. I had seen Creed at that point, I believe. That's not, yeah, yeah. Twenty fifteen, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, so I must have been thirteen or so. Um, because Creed looked so awesome. Even I, I watched Creed before giving the first Rocky a full watch, you know, a full like um understood watch. And mm -hmm. um I remember really liking Creed. Um, like how fast the movements were and the fact that, that they actually hit each other and everything. I was like, Yeah, that's pretty freaking dope. And um I remember not liking the boxing, but then that grew my love for Rocky grew as I watched more of the movies loved the um the specific parts that i loved from the first movie and now it's one of my favorite franchises especially with the creed movies yeah um well it's weird is that um up until about two weeks ago i had only seen like all the way through the original rocky yeah i saw that like three or four times probably all the way through um nice. throughout my teenage years and then i would seen creed one and creed two but i had never watched two, three, four, five, six, other than just the fights and the training montages. So mm -hmm. two weeks ago, before the release of Creed 3, I decided to sit down and watch all of them. Great and uh, now I have a lot of opinions. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're going to get into all of them. Um, uh, can't wait to get into all of them with you. And uh, let's just start with the first one. Let's do it. <clears throat> okay, so um, any thoughts that come to mind when you first think of Rocky, 1976? I think of the score. The I think is, of yeah. the inspirational montage. Mm -hmm. um, I think of beating meat. 
That was that, kind that, of a joke. That is, um, I think of Yo Adrian. Yo Adrian. I think of Butt Kiss. <laughs> it's yeah. not funny. He's a cute dog. <laughs> I know, but the name. <laughs> yes. Um, I think of a lot of things uh, about the first Rocky. I really, really like this movie. Me too. Um, so um, with the first Rocky, when I think about it, I do think it's funny how um, in the 70s, there are specific movies that make you think about what the tone was throughout the 70s, like what movies were most alike? What do they have in common? And uh, Rocky is one of the most accessible ones in, on that front. And um, it's mm -hmm. very it's very fun to think about. And um, like um, the um, the fact that the movie was made for under a million dollars was right under a million. It was 960K, I believe. Um, it's just shot. It has some steady cam shots with just um, Rocky walking all across Philadelphia. Um, he's at the docks. You know, nothing looks pretty. Nothing looks um, nothing looks nothing less than gritty. Nothing looks less than realistic, as it were, you know? Yeah, um, but I, I like how it's not um, off-putting, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does look... It's like the movie doesn't have any heavy colors or anything like that. It's the cinematography. The most the cinematography gets stylized is the um the steady cam, and that's only for conversations, and um only for conversations and the final shot and one of the final shots of the training montage. Mm hmm. Um, um. Go ahead. Yeah, because when you watch other seventies movies, like one of my ones that popped in my head is like Dirty Harry. That movie is mm -hmm. just gross looking um yeah <laughs> not in a bad not in a bad way it adds to the atmosphere of that movie but when you think of 70s you think of sweat you think of grime you think of natural light yeah um and rocky has all that sweat and grime and natural light but it's not off-putting like say dirty harry is but they're totally different styles of movie but absolutely but you yeah. said 70s has like a feel to it and i totally agree with it does, yeah, and um, it's and um, with um, with that feeling does does bring upon um, does does make you think about the script, which was written by Stallone, which is a uh, which yes. I find and which he, is a crazy, crazy so much script. on that crazy yeah. good script. Like I'm, and he bet so much on that script. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was homeless. Um, the producers wanted to buy it from him, but he said, "Unless I can play Rocky, I'm not selling you the script." Yeah, and 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 I'm I'm surprised that they that they took that chance, and um and the movie really did pay off because like I said um ninety six k ninety six hundred sixty thousand dollars with a total gross of two hundred and twenty five million. That is yeah. uh, that is a big return. That's two hundred twenty five times your budget essentially. Exactly. Was that adjusted for inflation? No, no, no. Let me see. Let me see what that is adjusted for inflation. Nineteen seventy-six. It made over two hundred million in nineteen seventy-six. That's insane. That's got to be six to eight hundred million. Sure. Hold on. Um. Doop -a -doop. Um. To wow. Oh, that's crazy. It made in today's dollars one billion two hundred and three oh, wow. million two hundred and thirty-one thousand. Eighty-one dollars. That is insane. 
I was like 500 million off or something. Wow. That's that nuts. is freaking incredible. That is nuts. I love Does that it. account for like re-releases into the theaters? Uh I no, no. No, I believe oh, that's wow. a, I believe that's it's a I think that's it's an initial theatrical run. Which which it, you uh, that's theatrical insane. runs theatrical runs they used to run for for years. Like someone used to run yeah. for years. I don't know how long the run was for this, but um wow, that's a lot. <laughs> Wow, that's that's sure. great though. I'm I'm happy I'm happy to hear that. I'm very happy to hear that. But um, yeah, um but then they um um some let's continue on um one with um the acting. I think um I think Stallone has always been great in these are Rocky movies. I think he's like across the movies, I think he's always been phenomenal. And um there's one scene in specific where um where he starts screaming at his old coach about um how because of how successful he looks to be thanks to him being accepted by Creed's um his by Creed's match um how he just screams about how everyone wants him even though no one thought he was crap um beforehand that that is some powerful stuff like he wrote that and he acted that that's some powerful stuff yeah uh there's a lot of stuff in this movie where the actors kind of seem like they have to prove who they are in yeah. this because yeah. not a lot of them were super famous mm-hmm. and uh yeah there's a lot of uh not only the characters trying to prove themselves but the actors and the director and every and the writers and stallone himself uh Absolutely. trying to prove himself as a force in this industry and uh it's really it's 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 an inspire inspiring movie both from a production standpoint and just the movie itself as a story is inspiring. So the that's the that's the cream of the crop of um sports movies, if you ask me. When um uh, when every part of it is as inspiring as as a, as a sports movie should or can be or should be, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'd say it's very it's 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 incredibly well done. I love it. Um, what was I thinking? Um, the act like I said, the acting's pretty great here. Um. Uh, the only sort of, the only sort of um, weak spot in quotes is um, is everyone outside the uh, the cast who would return to be in the movies more, and that's not a problem. That's not a problem at all. They're just they're support say they're they're, they're supporting actors who probably didn't get that much for a paycheck, you know. Um, that, that those when those are the only weak links in your in your um large cast, there that's um. That should show a sign of um pretty decent, pretty good quality. If I do say so myself. Um, uh, what was I thinking? Um, well, I absolutely love the characterization of Rocky. How he's yeah, uh, not the brightest tool in the shed. He's kind of rambling on about a lot of stuff. Um, he's always just kind of speaking what comes to his head, and I really feel like some of the later movies lost that. I disagree. So, I don't think I don't think that's it at all. Um, especially two, especially two. No, no, I meant later, as in like three, four. Um, not not um six or five, three five and four. Six, yeah, okay, yeah, one, two, four. Uh, sorry, one, two, five, six, and the three Creed and movies. four. Yeah, I definitely see what you mean. I definitely see what you mean. Um, yeah, uh, but we'll get to those. But I just love how you start the series with basically a perfectly realized character yeah he, he's he's just mild-mannered he's um he really is just some regular um joe schmuck that you'll that you'll meet on the um on the on the street like legit 
because yeah, because, but he's, because Sylvester always because he did essentially just come off the street. True, but he's also more endearing than that. He's not, you know, just a schmuck. He's he's not on. He's not super smart, but he is always giving, even when he doesn't have much to give. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. Um, that uh, that, but but I'm just saying that his personality type really is. There is more under the surface, is what is what I'm trying to say. Is what I'm trying to agree with. That there is there is a lot more under the surface. Oh yeah, and, um, um, and then Adrian Adrian is cool too. I like her a lot. Um, I only I like her in later movies, but um, but um, in this movie she's uh she's pretty she's pretty good, especially when she stands up to her uh, brother Polly. Uh, Rocky the first one is great. It is not my absolute favorite of the series, but uh, I do rate it quite highly at an eight point five. Nice. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Um, I really like it. I really like it. It's not my favorite of the series either, but um, great, great um starter movie to a great franchise. Great starting place. Um, greatly enjoy it. Um, yeah. Then let's uh, move on to uh Rocky Two. Rocky Two. Rocky Two came out. What year? Nineteen seventy nine. Really, three years later. That's crazy. And it picks up. Wow! It picks up. It picks up. Um, immediate development started a year after, um, production starts um a year after, and it was released a year after that. Wow! Wow! Three mm-hmm. years. That's crazy. Anyway, um, it picks up immediately after after the um, first Rocky. In fact, it shows us the um the um ending to the first Rocky. Um, editing the um the beginning into um in, of the movie into the end of that of that fight. Um, cool choice if you ask me. That's a cool choice. I do. Well, I do always skip the at least because I watch them all back to back, so I skip the recaps of oh, yeah, the last yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, and I get that. Um, am I watching? But it is my... nice for people who watch them multiple years apart in the movie theater mm-hmm. who Absolutely. might not have remembered, you know. So yeah, and um, this was Sylvester Stallone's. Um, I'm not sure this was his debut director. I don't know if this is directorial debut, but um. This is uh, his first Rocky movie that he directed as well as written. And um, mm-hmm. and um, across the movie, I think it has some really great directing choices. So cinematography is also done very well with um, Bill Butler, who um, who did one over the cuckoo's nest after after the um, after the um, OG, um, the uh, the hired the hired um, cinematographer was fired from the production. And he was nominated for best cinematography, which was great choice. Wow. Great choice. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. He also did on um, the conversation in Jaws. Wow. Mm. Wow. That man. That man had a had a full um. What is it? Body of work right there. Wow. That's that's some those some heavy hitters. Anyway, yeah, I love the cinematography in this movie. I love I love in the first movie, but this movie took it to another level. <clears throat> yeah. Um. In my opinion, Rocky Two is the best of just the Rocky movies, not including mm-hmm. Creed. Hmm. Hmm. Um, well, at least it's, it's my personal favorite. I don't know if it's the best, but it is my personal favorite. Of the sequels, it's definitely um I um I watched it again and um I did I did not remember the um the emotional core of the story being Rocky having to care of his family, um Adrian and their new baby, which mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know that um I didn't know that, that was so potent. I didn't I never when I saw Rocky Two, I remember always thinking it's okay. It's pretty good. It's got a good um. It's got a good um climax. It's got some good build up to it, but um, 
but I never felt the emotional core until until recently rewatching it. Um, very very emotional stuff. Very very nice, nice um warm inside feelings. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, I mean, Rocky Two made me cry twice. I have really? never cried. I have never cried watching the first Rocky. So there is a shift in the emotional connection for me to Rocky two compared to the first Rocky. And I'm glad Um, the creative team like honed in on, um, on a more personal story. I'm really glad about that. And I think this movie Rocky two, I think it's better paced. I think the, the uh, love story is much more entertaining. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's not quite as creepy this time around. Yeah. Um, it actually feels like a real couple taking their first steps into their life together. Yeah, and, which is very nice. Which is very nice. And I love how that's kind of supplemented by Rocky's rise and fall with wealth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how when he becomes wealthy, his first instinct is to give it all away to the people he loves, even when it's creating uh, financial instability. Yeah, and then um, and then the. And then when the baby, when when it's revealed that Adrian is pregnant, um, he he's still ecstatic and everything, but he realizes, but he still realizes the change subconsciously that he has to make, you know. To he's already trying to bring money to the table, but but he realizes that um that that, um, that there's a lot that there's going to be a lot happening re- very soon, and um, excellent stuff, for sure. Yeah, like them and getting then... the good good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I just think this movie is an improvement on the first one. I think it takes the characters we loved and the setting we loved and the fighting we loved and really everything we loved in the first one and really expanded on it in a great way that I find more entertaining personally. Yeah. The only the only shortcoming I felt was was making Apollo Creed. Here's the thing. I like Apollo Creed as a as an antagonist, like like an even fiercer antagonist than the last movie the last movie he um he always felt the um the round with rocky was going to be some some showcase something really personal nothing really nothing really showing anything besides you know their 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 talent you know he's showboating and everything in in the first couple of rounds mm-hmm. in the first movie but um in this movie he's out for blood and um the thing i yes. was, the thing i thought was undercooked i thought i love all that for him the other thing i thought was undercooked was showing him having a family and doing nothing with it there was absolutely nothing done with it there's there should have been more comparison other than um than well yeah him. like a parallel between how apollo's already started his life with his family and yeah. rocky's just starting it yeah um, and um, and how that and how that can compare with um, with how Rocky will deal with his family later on, especially in the third movie, in the third movie, and in the fifth movie, in the fifth movie, yeah, um, how that goes on. Um, but that's not to say I don't like uh, Apollo Creed in this. I love that he is just out for blood. I I love that for for Carl Weathers. I just, seeing his oh, junior yeah. montage. He he's just a he was a beast. And while um like um he was a beast for like Predator and such. Man, I don't think I've ever seen him this big, ever. Yeah, dude, Carl Weathers went insano style. Yeah, that man was built. That man was built. And I think this fight is much more brutal. I agree. Um, I second that. Like the, the the way Carl Weathers, he just he just uses one arm to keep going. I don't think that's like a fault of the um choreography. I think that's just how fast Carl Weathers was. He was just that fast. Oh yeah, dude. And um, 
I don't often hold my breath during movies or gasp during movies, uh -huh. but that the fight in this movie, I was holding my breath. I was like, <gasps> like yeah. multiple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear that, and um, I do like the fight in this one a lot better too, just cause um, just cause um, it's both um athletes performing at their trying to perform at their peaks. Um, Apollo trying to prove that um that um what happened last time was a was a freak accident was a was an outlier mm -hmm. and um rocky after getting adrian's approval performing at peak performance for his family and for um and for um for his reputation even though he retired and didn't care about his reputation that much other than i'm hearing this this one part weirded me out everyone on the streets everyone just turned on him immediately just like just so fast i was thinking myself like that should have really been built up, you know, like hearing the people talk about how um, like, like everyone knows that he retires. Everyone knows that because he said so on, on TV. Um, and um, everyone, everyone feels like um, everyone doesn't feel that well about it. I feel like there should have been like some extra time to settle, settle in with them, with the um, gym and everything. You know, I thought, I thought it wasn't set in enough. What did you think about that? Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I didn't know. Um. Um. On a re on on the latest rewatch, this movie really did go up for me. Um. Cinematography was done was done very well. The writing is extreme is done extremely well. Um. The acting is great. Um. Stallone Stallone Adam Adrian's side when she's at when she's in her coma, man. Oh man. Gosh. That's that's some hardened stuff. That's some hardened stuff. And then for uh, sure. And then when he wins the round, it's so funny. I it's so funny that the movies want um that all the movies they want Apollo and then Rocky to be evenly matched, so they both almost knock each other out at the same time, and and and, yes. and the fight and the fight only comes down to um, who can get up first before the count um ends. For sure. <laughs> I that, mean that, that's funny. That's funny to me. The only issue I have with this movie is uh -huh. that. I don't know if they should have ever made Rocky into a franchise. Um, um, not to say, because I'm glad that they did, because I do think that, like, this movie is better than the first Rocky. And I think that some of the Creed movies are well worth uh, getting to. But yeah. um, at the same time, the only thing that really holds this movie back for me is that they felt like they had to make a sequel and they had to do a rematch. And in the first movie, they say, there ain't gonna be no rematch, and in this yeah. movie, look at there. There's the rematch. So it's kind of like, well, in the last movie you said there wouldn't be a sequel. <laughs> yeah, and well, now there's a sequel. Yeah, well, I feel like I feel like they they were they uh, the movie shows the movie proves that they that the that the creative team were cognizant of that, saying like Rocky was completely he did not want to do a rematch. He he, he said he yeah. retired. He said he retired immediately, and the and the vast majority of the movie is him grappling with coming back. And then when he comes back, it's very triumphant. That training montage, that running montage with the kids, with the man, kids, that, yeah, that yeah. that that had me smi that had me um smiling ear to ear, man. <laughs> it, it was so nice. It was, and and especially when um that one shot where um Rocky's picking up the speed. There's that one kid who's trying to pick up the speed with him, but it can't keep up. Uh, uh yeah, it's amazing. Nice. But yeah, um, I oh, actually yeah. I do agree that um that um the sequels they could. Possibly, I'm sure that you feel that the sequels have possible have possibly cheapened the uh, the Rocky story. But for me, 
I've always seen the Rocky movies as um, the makings of a legend, and we'll get more into it with them with the other ones. But um, but the makings of a the makings of a legend is this era one and two, while three and why well, I believe three and four are the legend, and um, and then um, five and six are going back to the old era, which I think is a great step back. I think I think they're great steps back, even though even though I don't like five a lot, even though I don't like five. And then Creed is the um is the um the new generation. We'll get more into it, but um okay. yeah I, abs- um, I I absolutely agree that um that um I absolutely agree that that the worry can be there. I absolutely see why you you'd be why why you feel that there shouldn't have been any more after two. I absolutely see that. Yeah, um, I am glad this movie exists. Mm-hmm. Again, I do like it more than the first. I think it's just better paced. I found the story a little more emotional. Mm-hmm. Um. But then there are qualities of the first, it being the first, that yeah. are not beatable. You know, yeah, that's true. Like, like the first training montage, the greatest training montage music ever. Let's just admit it. Like, like you can yeah. have like you can have a bomb playlist. You can, no matter how bomb your playlist will be at the gym, nothing will ever be that's that score. Well, you feel like you're going up those steps, you know, when you yeah. hear that music, and yeah. it it really helps you conquer your own personal battles but um but yeah bill conti man bill conti bill conti, bill conti. yeah there's the the only person i felt that could that could match up to him was ludwig Göransson for his work oh dude ludwig Göransson did an incredible job he, in the green like, movies like i don't think i don't think he's that i don't think he can be that comparable but um but a uh, man his work man like um, um adonis's theme ooh. I have listen to uh, Running, which is yeah. basically like three minutes of Ludwig Göransson's score, and then it becomes ASAP Rocky at the very end. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's freaking incredible. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get more. We'll, we'll we'll um we'll talk more about Ludwig when we get to the Creed movies. But um, any last words about Cro- Rocky too? Rocky too. Uh, first one I gave an eight point five. I'm gonna give this a nine, half step higher. Um, nice, nice. And you can disagree with me, that's fine. But I do love this movie. Yeah, the movie, yeah. The movie looked as a way better was way better on rewatch. And um it really did make me like the um, the rest of the movies as a whole because this was a precursor and how they build on it. But um but yeah, that's that's everything I got on Rocky Two. Now let's get on to Rocky Three. Uh it's my least favorite Rocky movie. Night um Sorry to hear that. Um, my it's um it's probably my second my second least favorite. It's probably my second. Yeah. yeah. Um, released in what year was this? Released in 1982. Um, written and directed by Stallone again. And um, yeah, where do we start here? <laughs> uh, well, there are some great aspects to this movie, mm-hmm. but it's great with a caveat. Mm-hmm. It's great as a as an eighties movie. It's uh-huh. not so great as a Rocky movie. I disagree partly there. Partly, I agree that um that um it's other than I think Rocky Four is way more eighties, but um I agree that this is quite an eighties movie. <laughs> well, you have you have Mr. T saying I pity the fool. Uh, Survivors mm-hmm. of the Tiger. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh. Body slamming Rocky around, and then and then Rocky body slamming him. Yes. Uh, again, as a '80s action movie, 
it's pretty entertaining, but as a Rocky movie, aside from a few moments, uh, mainly uh, Mickey's death, um, to me, it just doesn't feel super Rocky. Uh, the character doesn't really do his rambling as much anymore. He's kind of uh, kind of self-absorbed a lot of the movie. Um, he just didn't quite feel like the same character to me. He kind of just felt like Stallone was becoming a star and that was showing in the movies and that didn't really work for me. Well, what I found about that, um, I do agree that he's more self-absorbed, more self-absorbed, but um, with, I do feel like, like if I saw the movie, like only, if there were only the three movies, I'd have a really big issue with that. But for me, I have, we, we both have the, the hindsight and you don't, you don't, um, you don't find, you don't find that it's, I'm, I'm, my point is, I find that with the hindsight of the other movies, I feel like it's a great, um, re- it could be a great, it could be a great setup for return to form, which is what he does, which is what he does. And, um, and then I do find that the, that three and four is where Stallone plays the legend because he kind of has to, um, um, he plays the legend of Rocky instead of instead of playing Rocky the person, which I do believe there should be a clear delineation between, especially since Rocky three and four are so eighties that um that um while while I agree uh that um that um these movies should have had a different take, I do agree that Rocky should have been more consistent like throughout the movies with one and two. Um mm-hmm. I just don't mind it. I just don't mind that 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 um especially since there's six of them, <laughs> you know? And I do find that, they, that all of them do fit the journey extremely well. Like, um, like um, he became heavyweight champion of the world in two. You'd have to make him, you, even though, even though I do believe the self-absorbedness about him being heavyweight champion of the world is, um, is, um, it does, it does get to him. He comes back from that. And then four, he fights communism. So, yeah. <laughs> Um and then five takes him down a peg a lot takes him down a peg by a lot um and um six um uh, brings him back to form if I, um um and that's and that's only with them and that and if we're only cl- talking exclusively about this movie I do agree that um that 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 there is a lot wrong with um with Rocky's characterization and performance here but um but that's me but what I don't find wrong with it. What what I don't um, what I don't um, what I like about it is that um there is hindsight there that makes him a change the character, which which only works with Sylvester Stallone really. He looked back and he probably had the same exact opinion as you, with a, with a five and six with a, with a three and four that um he was the superstar who played Stallone being a strong dude instead of having any characterization. That's why that's probably why he made five and six. You know he felt the same way you did. That um, that uh, that Rocky deserved uh re deserved a, a new direction or go back in the direction that he came from. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Looking at it very broadly, I do yeah, kind there, of like yeah. how it shows this kind of multiple rises and falls throughout Rocky's life, where he kind of can become self-absorbed by the new wealth or status, but then he kind of goes back down. He gets brought down a peg and. Uh, goes back to being kind of this more endearing, rambling character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like what you said about Stallone agreeing with me. And the reason he even wrote five and six was to bring Rocky back to what he felt like. I mean, that's what, that's what it feels like. I know, 
I don't know anything about the production behind the movies, but I but looking at the movies and like looking at the broad scope, I'm just thinking to myself like, there's no way he didn't at least feel a little bit of regret that um that he went superstar, especially since oh like, yeah, especially since like five was like a couple of years after um four, it it wasn't that long. I think the main fix I would make to Rocky three is to just have Adrian call him out absolutely. one time. Oh yes, absolutely. I I agree like, there. Because in the movie, she's reduced to supportive wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I don't remember a single scene where she calls him out or argues with him or anything. It reminds me of her just regressing back to Rocky one, where she I like that she is still a shy person. But with Rocky two, with Rocky two, she maintained her position enough in their relationship to yes. tell Rocky to tell Rocky hey, I don't want you to fight because you could literally die in the ring and we have a son and we have a, we're, we're going to have a family and I want I want you to be there for your son and um, or child. They don't know that, about that yet. But um, but then um, when he but then when um, Robert's born, um, she has the change of heart because she realizes how important it all is to him. And, and she realizes that Rocky will work hard at the at the family because she because he's at her side um at the when she's in her when she's in her coma and uh yeah and and he held off seeing the baby without 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 being with adrian you know which was one of the like i i legit awed out loud i i said all out loud when he when he said when he said i'm not seeing it without adrian without being with adrian um i, I remember i remember seeing that just that was so cute um but yeah i agree what? that um that adrian calling him out would have been a great Easy fix, easy, easy little, little, little flex tape, little flex tape there for you. Yeah, I mean, I have no issue with Rocky being flawed, with him being self-absorbed after the title uh, being given to him. All that yeah. is fine, but it has to become an arc where it within the movie, not within the entire series, because when yeah. they made this movie, they didn't know if they were going to make five other movies. Yeah. So within true. this movie, there had to be an arc where he not only won the fight against Mr. T, Clubber Lang, right? Yeah. But where he actually, you know, was able to not be so self-absorbed and that never really happened in this movie. Yeah, even though even though, if, even though, though it would feel like um, one of my main things, one of my main um, praises I have for the Rocky movies is that each one feels like a lesson and it never feels dumbed down because, mm -hmm. because you are at Stallone's level when 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 they made the lessons and everything and i do believe that this is this and four really do lack a lesson well th this one lacks the lesson four just has a lesson i just don't like <laughs> we'll get there but yeah but um but um yeah i agree i agree that the movie is um it's incredibly flawed even though it's got a lot of really great things a lot of really great it things. is again it's entertaining it's fun i would watch it again yeah, um, <laughs> like Mr. T, just, just just Mr. T. That's all you gotta say. It's Mr. T, and I'll I'll give it a Mr. T. Three. Hulk Hogan, Survivor. <laughs> oh, that's great, but yeah, go on. Sorry. I do okay. Where Rocky Three becomes fun for me, or at least like it feels more Rocky to me, is when um, Free comes to train him. And especially their uh, final behind closed doors fight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or um. 
one of my one of my favorite um like like every every um montage has has um uh, has a freeze frame my favorite freeze frame ever is when they're hugging on the beach ah uh, it's yeah. so it's it's excellent i love it <laughs> you know that's that's my favorite freeze frame of all the montages um but yeah i agree. and i love the freeze frame to end this movie where they both you see both of their fists on both of each other's face yeah like punching each other at the exact same time it's it's great yeah there's a, there's a lot i do i do agree that there's like i don't think there's a fundamental thing cuz every i think um i think the movie had everything um going for it it's just that stallone star power pretty much neglected um adrian's role in the story and how and how he should grow um but i do believe like yes. if you like like you said with your fit with the quick fix um adrian calling him out on it i do feel like the movie would have gone by without a hitch at that point personally that's what i yeah, for sure um mickey's death was really well done mickey's death fam oh my goodness talk talk about the only time when i when i when i was just like i don't like you mr t i don't like you <laughs> the only time in history i was like i don't like you again i don't hate this movie i think it's fun and i think there are aspects that are really good mickey's death is great um not that i like that he died but just how it was handled was great yeah. um like apollo coming back to train him was great their final fight was great um but to me it just didn't feel rocky enough um in terms of the character which i understand which i understand Heck, it, and it is my um, penultimate um it is my penultimate um, spot. It has the penultimate spot on the ranking for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a six or six and a half, something like that. It's, it's positive, but it's very low on the positive scale. Yeah. yeah I gotcha. I gotcha. And now let's move on to Rocky four, baby. With a burning heart. <laughs> Just about to burst. Yeah. Yeah. Another great survivor song in this one. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny. To, it's funny to me that um that they also reused um Eye of the Tiger for this one. That like that's that, they did. That, that's that's just funny to me. I don't care what anyone says. Like Bill Conti's score, you know, coming back, you know, his 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 iconic um motifs and everything. I understand that completely. But reusing <laughs> reusing the hit song that um that came from last movie, bit cheap, but I like it. <laughs> It's a good song, <laughs> but yeah, it is. Rock um, yeah, uh, Rocky, Rocky Four, Rocky Four, nineteen eighty-five, um, written and directed by Stallone again. Um, this one, I'll just get right into the lesson thing about that about the movie that I mentioned earlier. This movie's lesson is about um, is about um robots taking over and teach and teaching our men to to be as robotic as they are to be as perfect as they are and uh rocky is just that old-fashioned um that old-fashioned uh training sense you know the whole the old um conservative mindset um that's to say that's a lesson i don't like it's just very funny it's just very funny to me i'm not sure what you think about it but but i think it's incredibly funny personally just but but not that um imper it's um it was it was purposefully funny, even though I do believe the movie's kind of self-aware of itself because of how silly it is. Like having a robot butler shows that you m must know at least that you're being quite, quite of your time. Yeah. Um, I felt like this movie was a lot of let's throw something on the wall, see if it sticks. Yeah. <laughs> and in um, a good way, it is fun. And I agree that um, 
and and for me personally, this is the movie that cements Stallone thinking of himself as the legend, which I don't mind as much. But like you said, it doesn't have that. But like you, but like we both um, established that um, the wide scope is is very it's very good for the wide scope. But as movie by movie, it doesn't help as a Rocky movie. It just just sort of is um, Rocky the legend rather than Rocky the person. That the delineation. And it just when it goes to the yeah. legend, it's not as interesting as Rocky the person. I will say, I think this movie, Rocky Four, um, with the additional movies in the series, is raised up a bit. Especially the Creed movies, yeah, really raise Rocky Four up. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I would like to see a Rocky Four that's just a little more Rocky. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I get you. I get you. A little um, more character focused, a little less uh, robot uh, girlfriend for Polly. <laughs> oh, that man. was weird. It the was whole Polly robot romance thing, or whatever the heck that was, the yeah. flirting, that was messed up. Um, one thing, and but but this but this movie does a does a couple things I really I really do like. Like for example, um. Like I said, I do believe that um that focusing on Rocky the Legend does bring some good, just not as much good as Rocky the Person. And I don't believe Rocky the Person is always the one hundred percent way to go, or um or at least it's not it's not always been um it's not always been as compelling to me. Like not every single time, and that that's that's a Rocky Five thing that I have that we'll get to. But um mm-hmm. with Rocky Four, Apollo dies, and that is one of the best plot twists this series has ever given us seriously one of the best moments mm-hmm. the series has ever given us well so, i love how he starts out the fight just like in the first movie wearing the american flag and yeah being a, a <laughs> yeah. show earlier in the podcast you said he was showboating in this he's showboating yeah he he's very he, and, yeah. he thinks that he and drago are just gonna you know do a dance they're, they're, a they're gonna dance they're gonna dance yeah and then, uh, and then, uh, uh Rick James gets... coming to America. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll give the movies this. They knew how to do their music. They knew how to do their freaking mm-hmm. music. <laughs> but um, but um, that's one thing I really like, and I do like that Rocky steps in to uh to um to um finish the fight, and um, and another thing I really like about that about Rocky stepping in, they had to wait two years to let to let tension simmer. That is one thing I did not remember. I remember, I remember. Um, thanks to the movie's editing, it happens very quickly. But two years passed by to let tensions uh, die down because, because, um, because, um, um, Dolph Lundgren, I forgot his name. Ivan Drago, Drago, that's his name. Um, um, Drago, even though Drago killed um, Rocky's friend, he, they still had to wait. They had to wait two years, and that was that was very cool. And then that's what it was an unsanctioned fight. It was unsanctioned. Like, like this wouldn't have proven anything other than them to themselves, which is so crazy to me. But um, mm-hmm. but um, the whole um, the whole nationalism uh, message that the movie gives you, the whole nationalism thing, especially since um, you know, the Cold War was still raging on, you know, um, in real life, um, Russians were just were always shown as bad guys, um, you know, him being raised by machines, you know, being trained by machines to be to be a to be a friggin' machine, um, um, what was it? 
I was going somewhere with this. The nationalism message really does take over and uh, really does take over because I'm, that's the way I've always seen the movie. Is this Nash? Is this um nationalist movie? That's very, it's very screw communism and um everything like that. Um, you know, it's a it's a crazy movie for sure. It's crazy, absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a lot like three, but even more over exaggerated. Which is um, which is more enjoyable. Which makes which, which makes, is it's, more it's entertaining. More yeah, more more enjoyable than 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 three. I agree. I, I would rate it over three. Um, I still think it lacks as a Rocky character movie. I agree. But as, a, <clears throat> as another 80s action movie with tons of iconic moments, uh, yes. this movie is so iconic. I love, um, yeah, I love it. <laughs> it is a, it is a, okay, great is stretching it. It's a really, really entertaining movie. And I, I will. Think it's great. I think it's great. <laughs> I will watch it multiple times. I just cannot call it a great Rocky movie. Um, in my personally, but I do enjoy it. Um, it's fun and iconic. Uh, it's, it's kind of silly, but you know, it's, it's of the time. Um, it does have one of the best jokes in the entire series. Hmm. Uh, when, uh, Robert and his friends are watching Rocky fight Drago. And then, uh. <laughs> Robert says, that's my dad. And then the other kids go, we know. This one's uh, pretty good uh, as a another 80s Stallone action flick where he fights Russia and he fights Cold War and he fights communism. Yeah. Um, and Ivan Drago is seriously scary. If he dies, he dies. Um, I'm going to give this one uh, like a 7 or 7.5. It's pretty fun. Nice. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. And now let us go to Rocky Five. Yay! <laughs> this is where I get hate. Um, I really like Rocky Five. Uh-huh. I really do not like <laughs> Rocky Five. It is my least favorite of the movies. Well, let's uh let's uh let's, let's fight discuss. in the ring. Let's, let's fight in the ring. ring. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you go so, first. Why, why do you hate it? Me? Um, mm -hmm. As much, there's a lot of good in it. Like, um, like we said, um, taking Rocky down a peg from uh from his unstoppable um streak in um in um three and four. Um, even though even though uh Rocky had dealt had been dealt some some bad some bad um luck with a three and four with um with the deaths of Apollo and uh, Mickey, and those were very important to his character um this does this does take him down even further and i do like that a lot um because he can come back very triumphant the only thing the biggest thing i don't like is that this movie it's it's a vibe that i have with the movie it's it's personal it's a it's a vibe that i have um every time i watch it i am hardly entertained which is weird because rocky becoming a trainer like mickey should entertain me exceedingly. Like that is such a great character moment. That's such a great character moment for for Rocky. It's, is seeing him start. It, he he didn't start training because he because he because he started training um with Apollo the movie before, but um but him but him taking a more more fierce role in um in Mickey's old gym. That's a that's a great great moment. It's just everything after that that I'm just not crazy about. And the final. And when the final fight of the movie 
um, closes out with, with me not feeling very triumphant or feeling anything, really. I do feel like the movie did a bad job of making me care. <laughs> Um, what, why, why do you like it so much? At least, uh, real quick before we get into that, have yeah. you seen? Because I have not personally seen. Have you seen the? I know there's like a work print kind of director's cut of this. I have not seen that. I haven't even heard of it. Really? Do you know what's in it? Yeah. Um. All right. What's it? I don't think it's official release, but I believe you can find it online. Uh-huh. And um. Uh, I'll, there's some YouTube video that talks about it. I'll send it to you later. Anyway, I was going to ask if you'd seen that because I know it, it's supposed to be an improvement. Um, really? No, that's on I'm just, too. I'm just basing all my opinions on the theatrical cut, as are you. Be- yeah, um, yeah. yeah, we both are. And I do like this movie. I don't think it's perfect. Um, I think the first two are much better. But I do like it. I think it's better than three and four. I think it feels like okay what i like about it is that um rocky still has flaws he's still kind of self-absorbed mm-hmm. he's still mm-hmm. kind of ignoring his family a bit but at least he feels like the rocky though like he's kind of rambling he's kind of stuttery yeah. he's going back to philly um this movie is a lot of like kind of him going back home and him rediscovering himself and rediscovering his role in his family without wealth. And I think it's really, really interesting character stuff for Rocky, how they're able to make him flawed, but still feel like Rocky. Whereas the last two movies, he was flawed and didn't feel like Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I get. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that makes up for some interesting character stuff, especially with what they do with Robert in the, in the Creed movies. Uh, We'll get into it there, but I, this is this is an excellent setup that pays off in dividends later. It's awesome. I love it. But um I do agree that um that um that his characterization here is definitely and, and the performance is definitely a step up from uh, from the other from the other two. I absolutely agree. But just the uh yeah. the rest of the plot that I'm not crazy about. Yeah, um I do feel like there's missed opportunities. Um I think they could have gone way deeper into his brain injury. Here, here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. So this is a uh, um, in the in the years following the film's release, Stallone acknowledged that the injury which forces Rocky to retire, referenced in the film as a potentially lethal form of brain damage, was inaccurate. Stallone stated that having discussed the story with many boxing medical professionals, the injury Rocky suffered was a milder form of brain damage, similar to that of a long-term concussion that many boxers suffer from, and by modern-day standards, would still gain licenses to box why i bring that up is because of um even though it's not played it's a big deal and they and they set they set it up as a big deal and the rest of the movie doesn't treat it as such um i always thought that was very interesting to just to just bring up i agree that they that they should have done a lot more with the brain damage although <laughs> i do love like like in the first creed movie um, I forgot what the conversation's context was about but um rocky says there was three of something and he holds up four fingers that yeah. is some that's some freaking hilarious <laughs> stuff. That's hilarious. That's a great yeah. character. That's a great character continuity. I find is that because <laughs> he's been he has been hit a lot. He's been hit like quite a bit. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I agree that the that the brain damage stuff should have been played into um a bit more. So that way that payoff could feel an in creed of uh, uh a throwaway payoff could could feel 
less throwaway, but still, I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree. I also feel like this, just as a movie, just like it feels like a movie. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. the last two felt like Stallone action extravaganzas, whereas this movie feels more like just a, a regular movie. It feels like a regular character drama, which is what the uh, first two felt like. The first, the first two feel like absolute movies, uh, into into a world of a, of this specific character, and I agree with that. That's that's it's a very nice touch, but but um, but I can't really bring myself to really to greatly to to enjoy the rest of the movie after when he gets that new protege. I don't because uh, I usually don't find a lot there. Um, the final fight is pretty fun though, you know, like um in yeah. the street in the street, no gloves or anything. It's just hands and such. Yeah. It's that's, pretty, that's pretty intense in my opinion. That's pretty entertaining um, and intense. Yeah, I agree. But, um, but, and um, then John G, uh, John G. Alvinson returned to direct this one from the yes. first, he directed the first one and then he came back for this one. So you can definitely tell it's got that vibe again from his directing. Um, just a little grittier. Yeah. Um, streets of Philly, that kind of stuff. Um, honestly, this movie just kind of feels like a return to form and I felt kind of cozy watching it. Um, I- I I agree that it's a return to form, in a way, you know, bringing bringing Rocky back down to earth after he's been in space for two movies, but um, mm-hmm. but um, this but the story just didn't grab me as much as I thought it should have at least. Um, but I can does... I can totally I can totally understand and somewhat agree with you because I do agree that Tommy Gunn as both antagonist and as um as a mentee or um student is not you know super compelling um it is kind of nice to see what rocky i guess could have been if he had let more things get into his head from an earlier yeah uh, time at an earlier time in his life if he was in his early 20s and let all that get into his head then he would not be the rocky we know um still the it's kind of like how we were talking about um, they needed to draw more parallels between Creed and Rocky and number two. I think they needed to draw more parallels between Tommy Gunn and Rocky when he was younger. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. In this and, um, movie. And um, uh, and with with five, I do agree that it's a return to form, but um, but not all of it is. Um, but after, after all that talk, um, I do believe that the movie has a lot of great setup, though, for, for, for six. A lot of really yeah. good setup. Really good setup. I, you know what? I feel like we think the same things about Rocky Five, but I just personally enjoy it more. Yeah, which 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 I don't blame at all, because um, because um, I feel like with you, um, um, you you see the return to form as 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 um as the return to form completely took you on the ride, completely took you on on the ride, even though well, yes, it did. I was like. Oh, we're back in Philly and Rocky's rambling again. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't blame. Which I, which I absolutely agree. Um, was missing in the in in three and four. But I, but personally, I always see three and four, not just as like um um guilty pleasures because I don't think they're that guilty of pleasures. But um, but I do. But when I think of Rocky, it's Creed that made me that made me like Rocky a lot more than I than I used to, and um and um. And um, with Creed having having this extensive back history, this history, um, when I, I always thought of the movies as a collective history rather than just 
pieces by themselves, even when I'm watching them and I'm trying to 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 um judge them on their own. You know, if I was watching these movies as they came out and there and we didn't know what was in the future, you know, I I do as much as I do try to do that, I do find a, a lot of great enjoyment in three and four, and I find that this return to form is missing a few nuts and bolts and didn't completely take me on the ride, which is why I find six to be the best return to form that a Rocky himself could have had, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll get to um, in just a minute. <clears throat> I did forget to say something in Rocky two, but my favorite line in the entire series that yeah. Rocky says yeah, yeah. is uh, he says uh, to Adrian, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind marrying me very much. Uh, it's the sweetest way to propose yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, perfect for the character and, anyway and, yeah and, um well well i'll talk we'll, we'll talk more about that line when we get to a uh, creed uh two uh can't can't so say can't wait for that yeah that, that that is a great moment that is a that is a legit amazing moment it's so cute we get married mr tiger you want to come and join yep he's uh, so sweet um <laughs> yeah rocky rocky five i agree it's not perfect i think that it could have been a lot better but at the same time um i did enjoy it more than three and four just as a more pure rocky movie yeah um, I, I understand that yeah i get you but yeah so um i'd give it like a seven or 7.5 around the same rating as rocky four but i'd actually rate it higher on like my my whole ranking yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I got you. And next up, we have Rocky Balboa. That's right. It's not Rocky Six. It's freaking Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I remember um, the my my exposure to this movie. My first exposure to this movie was um was at a, a a family friend's place. They were just putting it on. They just went, "Hey, do you want to watch Rocky Balboa?" And I had heard the name Rocky before. Now the same context as like boxer master boxer you know and the movie is a great franchise and everything i was really young i was been like six or seven at the time it was just playing on there i, I didn't count it other than seeing the um the um that pose that pose that, that he does on on the poster which is a pretty great pose um mm-hmm. other than that um it was a movie that went by me until i saw all the movies which and i and i and spoiler alert i really enjoy this one i really like this one a lot uh, I agree. I give a uh, early rating. I give it an eight out yeah, of ten. And it's so funny because because um, movies about um, about um, aging um, stars getting their groove back and beating and beating the new stars, um, those don't always um, what is it appeal to me so quickly or so easily as I do for Rocky Balboa. With other ones, I have to have like there has to be some form of caveat, you know, like um, like um, the the youth has to be so egocentric, like like Apollo Creed showboating, you know, like there's some form of there's some form of fatal flaw that um that the um, older hero can um take, can can um, can exploit and um and win that way, which is always fun. And this one, it's a, it's not it's not even it's not an even match, but um but it's kind of close if you ask me. What do you think? Yeah, um, real quick, I have a few things that kind of tie back to five a little bit, but they're Hit about me. this movie, too. Hit me. Go for it. Um, well, real quick, I was going to say Tommy Gunn's from Oklahoma. I'm from Oklahoma, so maybe that's yeah. why I kind of liked Rocky Five. Um, yeah. Okay, sorry. Anyway, the girl that he, uh, in the first movie, 
he told her to kind of get off the streets or whatever, like yeah, try Marie. to make something of herself. Maria, yeah. yeah. And she comes back in Rocky Balboa, right? Yeah. Um, however, she in the you know how I was telling you about that like work print cut of Rocky Five. Yeah. She had actually returned in Rocky Five. They just cut it out. Really? What? Yeah, and I think I think it was the same actress from the first movie, but in Rocky that's Balboa, it's a, dif- a completely different actress. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Um. Although this new actress does a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely loved uh, the stuff with Rocky and her. How he's uh, and at first she's very standoffish. Like, why is this kind of creepy old man trying to help me? But it's really just. He's such a nice, endearing, giving man, and he's not trying to be a creep. Uh, but yeah, since with, he's older, so, 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 and, so yeah, with us, the audience, we know his history. While while Marie left the neighborhood, <clears throat> yes, and I love that because he's older and he's retired. That someone who doesn't know him very well might think he's kind of this creepy, washed-up old man. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting and it kind of brings Rocky down a bit where he has to realize that not everyone loves him right yeah. away, even though we love him as an audience. But uh, there's a lot of good stuff with that. Um, I think this movie's really, really, really good. I think the only place it falters is the antagonist is not all that interesting to me, but that's not really the point. It's the character study of Rocky himself. So. And not to mention him and his relationship with his son, his strained relationship with his son. That's one of the and best Polly. parts. It's like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Um, Sylvester, I never, when I think of him at 60 years old, I don't see him as 60. I see him maybe 50 or so. He he, he aged pretty gracefully. He in aged gracefully, yes. He aged pretty gracefully in 2006. Polly, however, he was a corpse. <laughs> that man was a corpse. <laughs> I will say, I think... Uh... Holly Burt Young, right? He uh, gives his best performance of the series in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's yeah. a mess in this movie. He's alcoholic. He's and he's always been kind of a mess, but in this movie, he's just the worst. Is to say, 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 seeing him from the first movie, you know, get he's at a place where he, you know, he's trying to he's trying to make a name of himself, and he's de- and he's depressed about that. But um, he tries to um actively do more, and and Balboa, he is he feels hopeless and man, like you said, some, well, some, really, some of the great, some of the best acting in Stallone's career, if you ask me. For real, and I love how um, because um they didn't have to kill off Adrian because Tally Shire was still alive. She just didn't really want to be in it. I don't think. No, um, um, they said they said uh, a Stallone told USA Today that in the original script she was alive, but it just didn't have the same dramatic punch. I thought, what if she's gone? That would cut Rocky's heart out and drop him down the ground zero. Shia herself said that in her view, the film has great regard for the process of mourning. Sly utilizes mourning to empower Rocky, and um, Adrian is made very uh, mythical. I do wish she was alive, but they're right. They're, they, they are right. The, the the effects that um Adrian's death has on Rocky is it can't be ignored. Yeah. Um. Even though I agree with you, I kind of wish she was alive, but at the me same too. time, I say, for, me too, this, yeah. for this specific story to have this strained relationship with the son, 
um, and kind of be a bit of a nomad around his own community. Yeah. Um, even though he has his restaurant and people still ask him about the stories and everything, but mm-hmm. um, I do like how Adrian's death really casts a shadow where, uh, again, his son doesn't really want to be around him. Holly's this emotional wreck. Uh, Rocky himself is having a hard time really dealing with that loss. Uh, his community, Marie, sees him as kind of a creep at first. It it really casts this really d- dramatic shadow over the whole movie that is really well done. I agree. Um, like, this movie's great, man. It's so good. Came out on Christmas in um, December um, um, 2006, um, and, and it was Stallone coming back to direct and write again. And what I love about this movie is that, much like the first one, this was a movie that went through a lot of uh, production issues, and mm-hmm. it was another time where Stallone really had to prove himself because not only because in the movie they're saying, "Oh, Rocky can't fight anymore; he's too old." That's what they were saying about Stallone; he can't come back and make another Rocky movie and make it work very well. Yeah, and he like- proved everyone wrong again. Uh huh. Yeah, and not not to mention, I really do like how the fight is shot like pay per view. But then as the fight gets deeper and deeper and deeper, it gets way more cinematic. Like it's, it's very, it's very interesting. It's, um, it's, um, that's what apparently they shot them with a specific high definition cameras. Um, and like in the early two thousands that were made for that and everything, they, they wanted to enhance the TV style look of the fight, which is pretty, pretty crazy. And it looks very good. Um, yeah. Um, and I can agree with you where Rocky five is, an okay return to form this movie is a great return to form yeah like like hands down this is the return to form i i wanted for rocky specifically and while he does have a return to form with creed that's for a different character entirely which i completely love for rocky himself this is the crap i loved have him at ground have, have him at rock bottom and come all the way back up that is some awesome stuff i'll tell you that I agree. Uh, this movie is really great. Um, again, the only place that falters is the antagonist was a little, you know, you when you think of great Rocky antagonists, you never really think of Mason Dixon. That's true. Um, That's true. And then, because even like the weakest movie, which is three in my opinion, Clubber Lang is still freaking awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, so uh, that is the place where this movie falters just a little bit for me. And, I, I, um, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, other than that, though, this movie's really fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's dope, dope return to form for for Stallone and Rocky, and um, yeah, I blown away. But um, while I do, while I am glad that that um Stallone came back in a, in a came back um to perform to a fight and everything to actually fight. Cause they actually hit each other, you know, like a lot more than they, than they normally did. And in the other mm-hmm. movies, um, um, with this, um, I'm glad that he got a chance to come back and prove his fighting style. But for Creed, which is what we're going to talk about next. I'm so glad he doesn't fight. <laughs> I am so, so happy. He doesn't come back and like in the ring or something because, because still at that age, I'm just like, dude, you are, you are kind of decrepit at this point. Well, especially with his cancer diagnosis. Yeah. In yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have minded maybe a scene where 
he and Donnie were training and maybe uh, Donnie was like, come on, throw a few punches at me or something. And then Rocky maybe like fell over or something like that could have worked. But no, I don't want him fighting in the ring again. So, 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 so. I don't want I don't want to see I don't want to see freaking um, I don't want to see um, a flashback of a uh, Stallone in a. Um... DH, yeah, DHCGI. I don't like. <laughs> I don't want to see that. That'd be awful. But anyway, imagine uh, a, a TV show on Paramount Plus or whatever called like Rocky: The Lost Fights, and it's like DH alone. <laughs> that would be terrible. It'd be awful. It'd... Oh, oh, sorry. In Balboa, Spider Rico coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like super religious. Yeah, it's really cool. Um. It's it's an interesting. I I kind of love how it's just really tying back to the first movie quite a bit. Yeah. Um, anyway, cl- closing out of Balboa. Great, great movie. Eight or eight point five. It's right around the first movie for me, like right, uh, rating wise. Nice. I'm glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Next up, we got the end of the uh, Rocky series, and now we start with the Creed series. Oh boy! Yeah. Very excited. Um, so the first Creed comes out in 2015. Um, I don't know who wrote it, but um, but I know Ryan Coogler directed. I'm a screenplay I by Ryan. Still, What's up? Stallone should. I think he has a writing credit. He does not. He has. Um, he, he has, doesn't. He only has um characters based on Sylvester Stallone. But um, wait. So Stallone produced it, so there's no way he did. Uh, there's no okay. way. There's no way he didn't guide it, you know? Well, he had to have looked at the scripts and have had at least some so, some stuff to say. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why he's a that's why he was a producer. A producer, he really does a, a producer's role is to guide the vision of the film, is to be the champion of the film. And um and um, the writing, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there was absolutely a lot of conversations with um Aaron Covington's and um Ryan Kugler's script. Awesome. But yeah, um that movie came out. Um, I remember that one being the talk of the town in my small, in my uh, in my home, in my small town. Um, watched it and um, was absolutely blown away by um, how great boxing looked. Like everyone took punches. Everyone looks like it hurts. It looks like it hurts. And Michael B. Jordan was extremely fast. Like I could not believe how fast he looked. Um, and as yeah. for the story, as for the story. I greatly enjoy that this that uh, I greatly enjoy this um taking of the torch um the start of that at least um greatly enjoy that um that um Adonis has a has a has a kid uh and he wants to take up boxing just like his father and that he goes to um to a to an old friend his father's old friend Rocky such a such a great um beginning of the movie you know starting with um uh, with him being in in um. And um, a detention home, I believe. That's what it was called. He was so, juvie. It was juvie, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure it was juvie. It wasn't a home or anything. Um, his mother picks him up and then um learns about his lineage, grows up to want to become more of a boxer, and um right off the bat, I'll just say that the acting here is absolutely stellar. Like, and while I said mm-hmm. um Balboa has some of Sylvester's best work ever. This movie, like the uh, this and Creed two, have some of the, has some of his best work also, um, especially this one. Um, I greatly buy that he is extremely tired. <laughs> I I buy that so much. 
and um and i just i just love him being even though even though the movie is is um completely based in rocky lore this and creed 2 um it it really does feel nice to see rocky take a bit of the sideline steps and this is the only um ingenue that he take that um that rocky takes that i really care about you know what are your thoughts on on the um on the um, acting at least oh the acting is incredible michael b jordan is a goddamn powerhouse yes he is he 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 um one of my favorite actors to uh to, to work today the more of your actors working he's today. a he's a force of nature uh as both an actor and uh donnie himself is a force of nature as well mm-hmm. yeah and uh tessa and... thompson T- tessa mother yeah thompson. tessa she 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 produces her own music for the film for her character um where um where she where the character makes music and such what the how dare how dare she be be that be be that talented? How dare she? That's what she does exactly. amazing, awesome. Um, Creed's mom, I really like her a lot. I like her a lot in the in the movie. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, that isn't his bio mom, right? That's yeah, that's not his bio. Yeah, you're right. That's biological. Yeah, because uh, um, that uh, is um Apollo Apollo's had... second wife, or I believe so. I think so. So wait, so was Donnie one of the kids in Rocky Two? No, no, he was not. Uh, this child was born out of wedlock, if memory serves right. Okay, you're right. Um, yeah, acting's all great. Stallone is really good. Um, Stallone, I like that he's playing kind of a grizzled Rocky, but not a mean oh, Rocky either. Not, he's not, still... not, not. Yeah, yeah, he still has a twinge of hope in him, even though even though he's very closed off, you know. But I like that he, yes, he's kind of grizzled and closed off, and uh, but he still feels like Rocky. He's still entertaining everyone at his restaurant. He's still telling stories. He's still looking out for the little guy. He's still uh, rambling on about stuff to Donnie and his new girlfriend, and yeah. Um, it's kind of weird to say Donnie's new girlfriend in the first Creed, where she's you know his wife and yeah, two and three. Yeah, yeah, but um, but you know, um, um, with the first Creed, um, the action is still like I said, the cinematography is mind blowing. This is this is this is some of the best um stuff. Ryan Coogler's one takes. Oh my god! And here's the craziest part. Here's the craziest part. There's one entire fight in the movie that is completely that's completely one take. Like like there's no sneaks or anything like completely one take. Or if there is a sneak, it is incredibly stitched in because I don't know of it. <laughs> I've seen that fight multiple times to find the stitch. Can't find any. And it is yeah. insane. It's insane. This movie's like This movie I mean, went too hard. This, this movie, movie went incredibly hard. This movie says I'm going to go goblin mode. <laughs> yeah yeah this way went it didn't need to go this hard because because uh, of a movie a legacy sequel to uh to a great franchise like that would have been enough but nah fam no nah, it had to go as hard as possible and i'm great i'm i'm glad it did um yeah, i think this is probably the best legacy sequel ever made yeah i have i have no issue with that um yeah yeah i have no issue with that um legit the only thing i find that could like be anywhere close to um to a creed is um what is it it's um cobra kai i love that show 
that show oh cobra kai is really good excellent some excellent stuff like some excellent um moves done for the legacy sequel you know it does everything extremely well but um but seriously i'm i i watch even though creed is a movie and cobra kai is a show i have spent way more hours watching creed than uh than um than cobra kai for sure yeah um Creed, amazing legacy sequel, great acting, amazing uh, fights and cinematography. Ryan Coogler injects this insane energy into the movie. Yeah. Um, and I love how um, this movie continues to explore Philly as a character within the franchise. Absolutely. Um, when Tessa, um, Bianca, right? When Bianca, Bianca. takes when Bianca takes Donnie to the Philly cheesecake place and yeah, cause he's yeah. from Cali, right? He's from Cali. Um, and he's like, never had a cheesesteak. And she's like, this is what you got to eat. And she's just taking him around, showing him the community. Yeah. Um, and um, really bringing but, him to, to Rocky's home. It's yeah. uh, it's really great stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's not Rocky that's doing it. It's it's Tessa, the a new character. Bianca, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a new character, which is it's it's so that's so dope. How much movie respects the um why Rocky the what Rocky's role is there to um to lead up to lead Adonis into um his world and nothing else. Even though this just for this movie though, for the second movie, you know, they dive way more into their relationship and everything, and it's very nice. They have a close relationship. And um, what was I thinking? Um, crap, what was I thinking? Yeah, lost that train of thought. Anyway, um, um I do have like two more quick things that kind of relate to past movies. Um, it. one was uh, chasing the chickens from Rocky Two. That that was um, that was gonna be my my thing. Okay, go for it. Keep going though. He made Donnie do that. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then I think my only, I guess, like, missed opportunity with Creed 1, um, and this ties back to Rocky Five, is that I think Rocky should have been more scared of Donnie knowing what happened with Tommy Gunn. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's sort of why, uh, yeah, 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 I agree there. Um, even though it's my favorite um, Rocky movie, um, I, I agree that there should have been there should have been more at least, you know, like, like list off, like when by more, I don't mean I will, him being very reluctant to uh, train and everything. That's perfect. I think that part's perfect. It's him talking more directly about Tommy. Like, like a couple of lines would have made it really, really defined. And I think, I think that would have been, I agree. I agree that that would have been, that's a bit of a opportunity and it would have been great to have, but um, there might know. be a deleted scene. I don't know. And, understand that they were probably like nobody likes rocky five so we can't reference rocky five but it's like that was something that happened so that's true and it and it relates directly to what's happening in creed one yeah and um Uh the part i was gonna bring up was um was um was um was the montage this time i i love all the training montages in all the movies but this one felt like something special when when um when adonis is running down the streets and the um those kids popping wheelies all around him him screaming at stallone top five moments of of the um of of the rocky series no doubt seriously love love that part oh so good it's it's freaking incredible and uh creed one is my favorite of the entire franchise Mm mm-hmm 
I think it has the best energy and uh it's probably the most compelling and uh and it and it and it takes a really nuanced look at um at um at the Rocky series. It's a it's a very it's a very beautiful look. I love it. And next up, we're going to Creed 2, baby. Yeah. Released in 2018, around Thanksgiving, I I believe. Um um same creative team except ryan coogler did not direct i forgot who directed let me see uh, Stephen capel jr who is directing transformers rise of the beast this year yeah and the screenplay this time was um jewel taylor and um sylvester stallone um okay. a lot of the um and and a lot of the um the creative team like ryan coogler for example completely missing here i thought i thought ryan coogler came back he did not he came back for three that that makes more sense. Um, released. Uh, we already talked about that. Do, 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 do. Um, I guess the first thing to start off here is um, I'm really glad that this is the last of the movies that deal directly with Rocky related lore. <clears throat> I kind of agree, although it doesn't feel like that stuff was supposed to end here, but it kind of just did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I'll second that, but um, but um, with Creed three, it does feel like a very nice. I like the clean break with the context of the movie that, that I've seen it. Um, when when Stallone said he wouldn't come back for uh, for Creed three, I remember being pretty worried about it. But I'm um, seeing the movie. I am pretty glad it's a it's a clean break. But that's not about Creed three. Creed two, however, deals probably the most with um with a with a with rocky lore with um eat with ivan drago and his son um um coming coming as um as antagonists to to creed which is very but also but also robert um milo vigentilia okay. whatever his name is yeah yeah I'll, I'll we'll come back right back to that right around the end because man I, I i have some thoughts about that it's some um so right off the bat, uh, cinematography here is also is the the feel of the movie really captures the first Creed movie, and I think it does that extremely well. Um, the writing is um, is definitely way is definitely um, way more nuanced with um, rock with old with other Rocky movies in mind, like um, like um, the beat of um, Adonis trying proposing to um, to Bianca that is directly off Rocky too. Which, and this yeah. is Creed too as well, which I don't mind that at all. That that's very that's very nice. It's very it's a nice little moment for them. Um, and then um, and they had the baby in um in two also, which is very which is very cool. Um, one thing I really liked about the movie is that um it shows time passing by with the pregnancy. That is very smart. That I I love that when um when pregnancy is used as um as like a time thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, any thoughts that you have for Creed three or two? Um, there's a great line from Rocky. He says, "Listen, why don't you just turn off your brain and let the and let your heart do the talking?" Yeah, which is exactly what Rocky always did in the first yeah. two movies. Is that he never really uses brain; he uses heart. So, yeah. and, um, and now and he has to, he gives that advice to Donnie, which is great. And to call back to to an earlier line being used, um, him him him, um. Rocky confiding in um, Adonis about how he proposed to um to Adrian, man, that is some of the cutest stuff ever. <laughs> yeah, him, him just going, him just saying, I I, I asked her if I asked her if uh if she would not mind 
marrying me very much, which was my dumb way of saying she's my world. Him adding that, man, that that takes my heart every time. Takes my heart. <laughs> it is pretty perfect. Um, and uh, good. Yeah, um, I I like Creed two a lot. It's not one of my absolute favorites because um, I don't mind movies that kind of follow their series. Huh. But I do feel like this one might stick just a bit too closely to previous uh, ideas. Yeah, I got, yeah, yeah, I understand that. But um, um, this one takes the um, like for example, um, Adonis loses the first fight with the with the Drago's son, and well, yeah. loses, loses. He he wins, but um, but but um, but um, but the fighter, but but um, Ivan's son really does a big number on him and um what i think i think of this movie as not only retreading ground but giving but, but giving that ground a new view a new nuance that it that, that that the old guy never had not just with um not just with the dragos getting more characterization and being more being more sympathetic not just that but um but um but um yeah a Drago killed Adonis's um, father, Apollo, and um, and at this point, a Drago beats Adonis. So the second time coming around, um, that nice reflection of um, Adonis taking on a Adonis taking on a Drago instead of Rocky. That nice little reflection is is pretty dope to me. <clears throat> yeah, um, and I kind of I do like how Ivan is given more depth here. Um... That was not seen in the theatrical cut of Rocky IV. Uh, he comes into Rocky's restaurant. Um, they talk about the picture of Creed, of Apollo. Yeah. Um, and that's a really great scene. It's kind of chilling, too. Uh, and then Ivan and, his, Ivan and Victor um, have a pretty interesting relationship that's really told uh, through not much dialogue. It's very... Yeah. Um, like uh, like like uh, the only the only in the only deep insight that we have is um is um is Ivan talking about how um you know how she left us and then mm -hmm. uh, and then there's that dinner party where where his where his um where his ex wife was and everything like that's um that's some nice uh that's a nice uh arc for the uh, for the Dragos if I do say so myself for sure I I think they do a great job of telling a compelling story with them and making them three-dimensional antagonist without taking too much screen time uh away from you know donnie and rocky yeah not not to mention so, not to mention um um ivan does what the ref should have done or at least uh what, what, what rocky should have done long ago was throw in the towel that oh yeah is excellent excellent writing oh, it's, no no words no words there excellent yeah it's it's crazy how I haven't had that foresight that it could have gone so bad. And Rocky was like, keep fighting, keep fighting. Cause Rocky always was the one that would just keep taking hits, even yeah. when it caused brain damage. Whereas um, Ivan knew for both Donnie and Victor that he couldn't let that fight go on. So, yeah, especially, especially since when the, when, the, when his mother walks away and then, and then Ivan starts walking away, you just think to yourself, Oh no, is Victor abandoning is Victor uh, is, and is Ivan abandoning Victor? And then he just throws in the towel, man. Mm, nothing like. It. And but uh, the best part about that, about that, um, about that um scene, uh, 
like legit made me tear up in theaters. Legit made me tear up was a uh, Rocky giving Don Donnie a fist bump and saying, "It's your time." Oh, oh, that's so good. That is so good. Oh. Yeah, and this movie we mentioned it has a great callback to Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Um, Rocky going back to see his son and now grandson. And you have, um, you have no idea how much I love that as an ending for Rocky. I don't want Rocky to show up in another Creed thing. I want that to be his ending. Him, us not being sure where where his strained relationship will go. Him seeing his grandson and his grandson asking about the ball after like 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> of no one knowing what the deal was with the ball. It's, ah, uh, I love, I love that it ending is, so much. It is great stuff. I still think Creed 3 should have at least said Rocky's with his son. You know, that would have been fine. Um, the fact that they don't even mention him once is kind of strange, but I don't um, think, I don't think it's strange. But anyway, um, Creed 2 is really good, but at the same time, it does lack a bit of the, I guess, uh, kind of the insane hype that the first one had yeah. for me. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. When I think of um, the first Creed and I think the second Creed, I think of them in com two completely different mindsets. You know, you think of them in, in different mindsets that really, uh, they're not re they don't match. They don't really match, even though they're sequels. <clears throat> yeah, um, this one, this Creed 2 is very good. <laughs> Nice, nice. Glad um, to hear it. Happy to hear it. <clears throat> I wish I had more to say about it. it. It is really good. I like it a lot. I've watched it a couple times. Um, mm -hmm. And both every time I watch it, it's very entertaining and has a lot of uh, hard-hitting moments. But it's not... Um, it, it is probably my least favorite of the Creed uh, series. Oh, me too. Like, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. But but it still has a lot of great stuff in it. I, lo I love it. <clears throat> yeah. So, right. 8 out of 10 for me. All right, then let's move on to the final movie of this episode. The final movie in the franchise so far. Creed 3, baby. Creed 3. Creed 3. Um, awesome. I got to go to the IMAX live premiere event of this movie. Was that was that happening was... like like at like at let's just, let's just say I'm say how did you get the tickets? Because I because I saw you were sitting, I saw the picture, I was just like, how'd you get that? That's so dope. Oh yeah, um, I Regal is awesome, man. Regal, Regal gives me so many cool uh previews and um of movies and in crazy uh formats like IMAX. So it's yeah, pretty yeah. exciting. Yeah, that yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm very glad you got to see it that. I'm very glad you got to see it that early. Um, if I could see it that early, I know for a fact I. <laughs> Um, that's me with, with me seeing movies early anyway is, um, is I'm trying my best not to say anything other than than general thoughts because I'm just like mm -hmm. I know if I saw this early I'd have an even rougher time trying not to talk to someone about it yeah um, Creed 3 is great um, it is above 2 but below 1 for me and Same here. Same here. I think it's I think it's phenomenal, and Michael B. Jordan directing for his debut, right? Yeah, his debut, his debut, his de his um his um directorial debut of um, and um I believe, um Keenan Coogler um 
um, Brian's brother and Zach Balin, uh, they wrote the script. Ryan Coogler came back to do the story, and um, and it's still produced by a Stallone. I believe I believe that's because they just had to give him that credit. Um, directed by him, yeah, and um, acted su- stupendously by by um by a Jordan. I can't believe. I can't believe the amount of power that he has in this movie as well. In any of the movies, really. But this one especially. My goodness. Yeah, um, I feel like I'm probably only going to talk about Jonathan Majors. So you might want to say some more broad, uh, intricate stuff. Sure. Um, (laughs) About the Rocky thing, though. um, The reason why I love... I The reason why I don't feel him being not getting mentioned at all is uh, why I don't feel that's uh, strange or anything. It's because this is this is Creed completely and utterly taking on the um the the torch. I do agree that a line would have been nice, but I understand. But I understand what they were doing. I understand what they were doing, and I agree with what they were doing. You know, having it completely stem only from from a from a only 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 Creed, but. Sylvester has gone on record saying that he like like he said he wouldn't be in the movie not because they wrote him out because he just he didn't like the the direction of the story he said he said it was too dark which is weird when you think about Apollo dying in in the ring but whatever yeah. whatever, yeah, Rocky whatever having it's... brain damage and Rocky Five is probably the, the darkest. second darkest <laughs> yeah um um or, or or rocky getting cancer the same as adrian yeah i don't know how this one was too dark for stallone but or, or, freaking, or freaking or freaking balboa with him with with rocky being um below rock bottom i, I don't know yeah. what kind i don't know what kind of what kind of stuff he was on but um anyway but anyway he leaves and they write that in and um, I think this is, it's sort of like what it's sort of like what we talked about with them um, with Scream. Um, this is the best. This is the best that they could do in that situation, if you ask me. In an ideal yeah. world, in an ideal world, Sylvester would 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 probably just have a have a few scenes, at most for me. Yeah, it would have been nice to see maybe catch him watching it on the TV or something, just like a little tiny thing, but. Uh, ignoring like, all like that with his I grandson think... like with his grandson oh that'd be that'd be nice that would be nice that would be very nice but uh oh, well. all things considered uh not having rocky in this one at all i think it is still a fantastic movie yeah Creed uh, three is awesome yeah i i agree i i love i i love i loved it um you said you had a whole thing about jonathan major so you go on about that go go for it jonathan majors oh my god oh my god <laughs> That Jonathan Majors is so hot right now. And you have no idea how happy I am that he was. Champion this man's career since 2018, baby. Or 2019. Um, He brings... Go for it. Look, I I thought he was good as Kang in uh, Quantumania. He was definitely the best part of that movie. He was the best part of that movie. But if he brings game energy into the Kang dynasty... That'll be like the best Avengers movie if he brings Dame energy into King yeah, Dynasty. I agree. I agree. Um, because Damien is next to Apollo, the best antagonist in this whole franchise. I second that so freaking hard. The the main reason why I love um Creed um being completely on his own 
is that there are no there's no rocky lore for him to be saddled with anymore it is completely just his story that is why i love it so much it goes into into creed's past not rocky's you know and it's exactly it, it that is so smart that is so genuinely smart uh, of the situation that they had to write in it, that is so smart and damien is yes he is the most personal villain of the entire series there has never been once a villain of Rockies that you used to be buddies with. Mm-hmm. Or not just buddies, but best friends. They were brothers, yeah. basically. Yeah. Not to, not, to mention, um, not to mention the story of um, the American jail system completely holding him down from his prime. That is an excellent, excellent reflection on Rocky going past his prime and starting. And I love. That is so sorry. Smart. I love that Damien's not just a villain in the ring. He's mm-hmm. also acting outside of the ring to get himself into a position where he can, because the whole movie is like, he's never done a, uh, he can't do a title fight because he's never done a, like a prize. I don't know boxing terms, but yeah. he's not a professional fighter, so he can't have a title shot. Um, yeah. But then um, through, some events that we learn. Can, we, can I spoil? At this point, I'd say at this point, spoilers. This point, spoilers. Okay, yeah. Um, he had actually set up his way into that, not only by uh, convincing Donnie that he is ready, but also by uh, staging that um, attack on Victor. Which is just nuts, man. That's just nuts. Because you know, when Victor got attacked, I was like, this is kind of random as fuck. But then when it came out that Dame set that up yeah, in order to weasel his way in, oh my god. Uh, Dame works on so many uh, levels as a villain. But then that final scene where they're talking after, you know, of course Donnie, you know, beats Dame, but uh, they have a talk afterwards. That's the first time you'd ever see seen a, a villain in a, a and the hero in a Rocky movie just sit down and talk afterwards. This movie has a lot of firsts. This movie has a lot of firsts for the franchise that I am so happy that uh, that um, that we got, you know? And I, I, I would love a Creed 4 that has Damien kind of being a good guy. Yeah, me too, me too. Uh, Training because, with Donnie because, or whatever. Because, because he, because he, because, um, because he because always did feel like that the American justice system really did take away a shot, you know, he really did feel like that, that, uh, that so much was taken from him unfairly that um, him looking back on his past actions in this movie in Creed four, that'd be amazing character work. I sincerely hope that that Creed four happens. If there's a Creed TV series, I'm not sure what they do with it. Might maybe a Bianca um, and uh, and um, Delphi, um, maybe their maybe their show or something. I don't know. All I know is that more Creed stuff, please. I heard that they were doing stuff with his daughter Amaro, right? Is her name? Yeah, they're, they're discussing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I do feel like she was a bit of a um, they. I liked what they were doing with her. And then I feel like the story was kind of not, I mean, I know the story is not about Amara, but they kind of set up that she was um, getting into fights at school Mm -hmm. and Creed, uh, Donnie was kind of uh, 
training her when her mom disapproved. Yeah, um, yeah. But to me, that kind of went nowhere. In, well, in, I, in I, the think, movie. I think I think in this movie, it felt I, like sequ- it felt like sequel setup to me. Which I don't mind as much with Rocky movies with the with sequel setup, just because I'm so invested in these stories. But I do understand why that why that's a flaw. I agree. I agree. It feels like it kind of got dropped. And they're just like, wait till next time. Not well, not even with that. Not even with that. You know, they like you said, they completely dropped it. I agree. Yeah. But, um, but but I don't think that's completely the movie's fault because at that point, um, it really was just um it really was just um Donnie's Donnie's um, inner inner demons taking over the rest of the movie. For sure. Really- um can we can we talk about that final fight, man? I didn't I I genuinely couldn't believe that they topped Creed, the Creed movies. One thing I'm gonna like, like another thing I'm always gonna I'm gonna applaud them for is how well they stage they stage the fights, how well they they how well the actors take hits. Like for example, Creed two, I have never seen an actor move that fast, bobbing and weaving eat between each punch and giving a punch back. Awesome stuff. Um, the way it goes in his mind is. I was I was genius. Jaw, jaw dropped. My jaw dropped. I was like, no, no dude, freaking way. <laughs> I was actually so I was sitting next to this random guy who I never met before. But this was this was like the the premiere. Yeah, everyone was like they were all fans, so they we were all talking to each other. Yeah. I sat next to this guy, and he was super cool. I never caught his name, but he was a super nice guy. And he and I looked at each other because we had talked before the movie started about our love for the series and then we looked at each other when the cages came down and the whole crowd dissipated and thought and it went into donnie's mind seeing that fight through his mind this guy and i looked at each other our jaws were just like on the floor we were like (laughs) like it was one of the coolest moments i've ever had in a movie theater that i bet it must have I bet it must have been I bet it must have been great in that in that in that theater. It, was, I bet it must have been great. The energy was electric, man. And that that yeah, that's 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 this movie's in a nutshell. The, the uh, packed house full of Rocky fans. That's an electric night. For and, you. That's gonna be an electric night. And there was a standing ovation afterwards how after the movie. There ended. Be? How how couldn't there be? Dude, literally one of the greatest theater experiences I've ever had. I'm um, happy to hear that. That's that's dope. I'm happy. Very, I'm very but happy. that final fight, seeing the crowd dissipate, Donnie and Dame locked into each other. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Ah. Ah, I'm so glad. And then so when glad. he comes to, and when he comes to, they're on the final round. It's like it's almost over. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. You're, you're just like what? 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 How much time passed? What? Dude, that's that's okay. what I call cinema. That's what that I call is, cinema. That is Kino. That is the Kino. Uh, so good. So good. I'm so glad. I'm so glad we both agree that, 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 that that's freaking awesome. That's awesome. I yeah. Love I loved uh, Creed 3. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, there's nothing else. Um, Not for me. If there's nothing else, let's get to the rankings, fam. Let's get to the rankings. <clears throat> you first. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I see you. I see you. Okay. 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 Too scared to show your ranking. Okay. I get that. I get it. It's cool. From least favorite to favorite. <clears throat> Rocky um, 5, Rocky 3, 
Rocky Four, Rocky Two, Rocky Balboa, Creed Two, Rocky, Creed Three, Creed. Awesome. Um, my ranking. And by the way, guys, uh, ASDF and I are actually going to step in a boxing ring and fight each other after this. Yeah, we are. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, my ranking is uh, worst to best. Uh, and by the way, I do not dislike a single movie in this franchise. Like, there is not Me a too. movie in this Me franchise too. I would call bad or terrible. Um, the, I enjoyed the, the, all of them. It's just rankings. It's just rankings, man. It's just rankings. It's just a ranking. So, my least favorite is Rocky Three. Okay. Uh, right above that is Rocky Four. Right above that is Rocky Five. Right above that is Creed Two. Uh, right above that is Rocky Balboa. Right above that is Rocky One. Right above that is Creed Three. Right above that is Rocky Two. And my number one is Creed One. Nice. Nice. That's a spicy meatball. I love it. Love it. I love it. Um, that's the rankings. And that is the Rocky franchise, guys. Oh, so awesome. So awesome. Thank you, BC, for doing this. I, I greatly appreciate You're welcome. your time. Thank you. Your, Thank you. Appreciate your effort. Love it. Absolutely love it. Well, listener, you have just been filled in with um with our thoughts on the Rocky franchise. Um, please let me I'm gonna put a poll down. Um, please let me know which one's your favorite. Please let me know which your favorite, or at least a question going like rank them for me, please. I'd love to know what y'all think. So I'm ASDF Batman. That is the BC. You are the listener. Thank you, audience, for listening again. Thank you. Thank you very much. See you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.